Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast. Today we have with us john cedar mike van team and somewhere along the lines we're going to get dave thomas in here along with myself james nopum and today apparently we're going to talk about our old hunting rigs as people like to call it and john definitely wants to talk about his first oh yeah i'm excited excited this year dave thomas this is recording if you could stop (laughs) playing around it's not a joke Uh, <laughs> playing around over there Continue, yeah man John. so i'm actually i'm actually pretty excited actually this year i'm shooting two bows shooting the uh the bear super grizzly recurve and also the uh the bear moment um so i'm, I'm really excited uh, to get both of those bows um you know going this year and try to kill my first year ever with a recurve nice so Cool. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. What do you what 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 uh what what else you guys want to talk? About? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I can hear is like I think Dave's like doing a puzzle or like building something or man, you got a big crowd, Johnny. <laughs> what is that noise? I'm on the sound effects tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so I'm, I'm super excited about shooting both those bear bows this year you know um i'm shooting the uh the trophy ridge uh accessory so i've got the react pro site um sounds exciting you know yeah i'm really excited about it man you know that site actually last year uh you know was really uh or yeah two years ago was really good um you know i'm excited to shoot it this year as well um you know and then uh you know i'm really the thing I'm the most excited about, to be honest with you, is shooting this recurve. Um, you know, I got the the Black Eagle Vintage Arrows, um, you know, and I got this thing pretty pretty well dialed into about 30 yards right now, so I'm pretty excited about it. So it's gonna be well, a, you should a be. fun year. Yeah, I'm excited it's for be a you. Fun year. Taking it back to the old school, man. Taking it back to uh, you know when I first started shooting bows, that's all I shot was a recurve. You know. Did some competitions with them, 
and uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. Whoa. <laughs> It's going on right now. <laughs> I'm working. On, I'm, I'm setting up some game questions for you guys, so I'm trying Sounds to. Sounds like ready the price questions. is right. It's gonna be when I'm ready. Come on I, down. I, I'm getting the questions ready, so I gotta have some music to go with it. And finally, I don't have to see John. There we go. Those of you who are just tuning into this, John was like doing Skype to get in this call, and you could see him walking and do all this stuff. I'm getting sick to my stomach watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you still hear me or no? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. That's right, baby. So we're going prices right. Okay. Well. So so are you going to these questions or are we talking about bows still? You guys keep going. I'm just I'm getting a couple together for you guys and I'll be ready in just a minute. Uh, I, th- I yeah. think I've talked about mine on about seven podcasts, but I'm shooting the carbon what icon are you this year. What bow are you shooting this year, Jamie? That would be the carbon icon from Bowtech. Oh nice. It's a phenomenal little bow there pretty fast and light just yeah. like me <laughs> yeah dude. <laughs> but no i love that bow, man that's what they should call it they should call it the note boom <laughs> yeah it's like conor mcgregor over here oh gosh <laughs> what's uh what's fan team uh shooting this year i'm uh i'm shooting the darton maverick too made oh. in michigan baby oh nice very nice Speed Can't demon. Can't go wrong with the Darton. Yeah, especially the Maverick. That was a, such a great bow originally, and then they brought it back to a popping looking sweet Riza. Oh yeah. What was that, John? So I'm glad they did that, man. I think it's cool that they're you know bringing back some of the old names, you know, to some of their bows that they did. You know, I think it's pretty sweet. I don't know if you guys know this, but tit for tat is that uh, I might have said that wrong. I don't know if you guys know this, but that the Gremlin. The gr- no, sorry, it's not the gremlin. The demon, the demon was my demon. name. I came up with that. Nice. Dave Thomas came up with the name for the dart and bow, the demon. I'm going to need to see the email transcript. Yeah, I'm going to need, need some proof. Nope. I was in the conversation circle with the group, all their internal circle for their marketing campaign for the Maverick, and they were asking about that bow because the other bow, the Demon, was here, the 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 first one, the prototype. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's small and compact. Call it the Demon. And everybody's like, yeah, let's call it the Demon. <laughs> I was like, what call it? <laughs> do I get a piece of money for this? Or how does this work here? <laughs> no, I don't. Nothing. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, rigging. Uh, I don't know what I'm shooting this year. I still haven't quite decided, to be honest. I Part of me really wants to try to do a, um, a crossbow for a couple couple hunts. And I just don't – I'm a little nervous about it because I, I prefer to use my compound to, like, shoot mm-hmm. a buck. But I, I do want to shoot a doe with a crossbow this year at least. But then I'm like, well, what if a monster buck walks out and be disappointed I shot with a crossbow set on my bow? So I'm kind of torn right now. And then I'm also torn in the Bowtech realm of the world. I don't, I, you know, I like the Rain 6 and 7, but I also love the Carbon Icon. So, because it's so light and a um, very efficient little bow. So I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm probably towards the Icon, uh, like no boom, just because I think it's a, a sweet shooting bow. Uh, but if I wasn't shooting those bows, I'd probably shoot an Elite, I think would be my next, next one or Obsession, one of those two. Um, I do think those are great bows, and I, I've over the years, you know, the elite back wall is absolutely amazing. The obsession power is amazing. Uh, um, both great bows, and you know, I would definitely use those. I'd also use a Hoyt or a Matthews. I think those are both great bows too. Uh, there's a lot of good bows. I, I've been trying to. Mm-hmm. 
my whole thing is I've tried to always pick the second or third best bow, not the best bow, because I just really want to show people you don't have to have a best bow to to, to kill deer. I mean, realistically. So oh, absolutely. Like you have to have the top-notch bow of a, of a bow company to get it done. It's just all preference. Um, you know, it's like any, any other sport, you know, if you're into it and you want to spend the money, no problem. It's like golf, right? You go golfing every year. It's like 60 bucks, 40 bucks every time you go. So if you add it all up, it's more than a bow, you know what I mean? And golf clubs and all that. So any hobby is going to cost money. It's just the mm-hmm. way it is. Uh, if you're in bow hunting, then enjoy it. If you want a new Halon one year, the Halon 32, the next go for it. You know, I mean, Hey, help the industry. <laughs> if you're, if you can, <laughs> if you can do it, you know, yeah, some I agree. Can, see some people look at it as like an accessory. Like some people don't look at mm-hmm. it like, Oh, it's, I got to buy one bow for 20 years. No, a lot of guys I know buy bow every two years, three years. Um, and some who don't want to spend a lot of money all the time because people can sell them. I think people don't realize that you can mm-hmm. buy the Ma- You can buy that Maverick two this year, sell it next year and recover maybe 60, 70, maybe if you're lucky, 80% of the cost. And then you yeah. just turn around, and put it on a brand new bow, and you just upgraded all your technology for a couple hundred bucks. I mean, and you have the newest bow, so you got the the powerhouse of whatever you want. So I, I think it's you just gotta have the right channels to sell the stuff. You know, bow hunter plant trade post things like that, or what help push uh, to get online sales. You know, eBay things like that. Simple. Absolutely. All right, guys. Here's the first question I'm gonna ask you. This one's craziness. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. A study conducted by the Oklahoma Fish and Wildlife Agency found that approximately what percent of deer that were shot were never recovered? 32%. That's a good guess. I'll let everybody guess a number, then we'll get into it. I'm going to say 27. Talk to to our crew. It's probably 75 (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'd say 40. Here we go. Everybody guess? Yeah, yeah 27. Yep. 27. Can you guys hear this music? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the correct answer is... 50%. Jeez. Oh, dang. Oh, open, wow. Open, open, open. 50%. That is terrible. From bull hunting really or, uh, or all hunting? Uh, let me read it out loud so you guys can, we'll see if it's, I, th- I thought it was just general hunting, so it could have been anything, but it says, um, study conducted by the Oklahoma Fish and Wild Ga- Wildlife Agency found that approximately 50% of deer that were shot were never recovered, noting that the rate was similar to data from other studies. Some deer survived up to five to seven days before succumbing to their wounds. 71% to 82% of all shot shots taken missed the target. What? <laughs> And shot placement is, for all practical purposes, random. What? Uh, what? Yeah, this is, dude, that's pretty bad. And I, I honestly, I would bet, though, that that has a lot to do with gun hunting. Because even me. Gotta be. You think about this, right? You go out with a gun once a year. If you don't shoot a lot, like me, you shoot like two, three times at the range before you go hunting. And you don't factor in like the wind or being nervous or cold. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to hit a deer in the hip. You're going to hit a deer in the leg. You're going to miss. You're going to. I can see it all day with the gun. I don't think this is more for bow hunters. Bow hunters are very specific. You know, they're pretty mm-hmm. good. I mean, you can't hit a deer. You know, but that's pretty bad, man. 50%. Well, I feel I feel like with bow hunting too, like you you want to make a better shot too, so you take your time a little bit more. With a gun, you're just like, well, it's going to knock it down, so let me just rush the shot kind of a little bit. I think it just comes naturally sometimes, but with bow, I feel like you take more time. All right, next question. You guys ready? Yep. 
right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'll tell you the question. I'm gonna go to the music, and you guys can think about it. And <laughs> it's your time. And then oh, uh, I mean, it's again, it's a percentage. So this is another one. And another study. I'm, I'm trying to get to all that. I gotta learn how to get faster. <laughs> Another study from Maryland, archers who had passed a preseason accuracy test claimed that blank percent of deer hit were recovered within 24 hours. Go. 72%. (laughs) Probably low. 52%. I'm going to say 42%. All in? Yeah. All right. The correct answer is... Uh, I lost it. Where'd it go? <laughs> 82%. Oh! I said 72. Yeah, preseason accuracy test claim that 82% of deer hit were recovered. So that's archers in Maryland. That's good for you, Maryland. Hey, hey, clap. Round of claps for Maryland. That's pretty good. 82%. That's good, man. That's not bad. I mean, I, I, you know, if you think about that, that's only twenty percent loss, basically. Not even. Yeah, it's that's pretty good. That's because nobody hunts there. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's a lot of good information. Um, let's see, what could be the next question? <laughs> Um. So do you guys think like okay? So there's some statements on here I'm seeing about anti-hunting, and one of the statements says uh, some of the some are deeply opposed to bow hunting in particular on the grounds of cruelty. The or the organization People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals states that quick kills are rare, and many animals suffer prolonged painful deaths when hunters severely injure. Uh but fail to kill them. What do you guys think of that, that statement? Who's, I don't know about that, that, man. Who's people for ethical treatment of animals? Who are those <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to click the link. <laughs> I've never heard of them before. No, I don't want same to, here. But they sound my dumb. point, though, is I don't know about that, dude. Uh, I've only seen two deer not li- like live past a cut, like an hour. Like I, I mean, I've never... Most of the time, they, they're goners within minutes. So I don't know... Mm-hmm. I, I, I would think you would consider that a quick kill. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, what, yeah. Do, you, what do you want? Yeah, I would consider yeah. that quick. Most I mean, animals don't uh, die broadheads instantly. are pretty deadly, man. Yeah. You I would definitely. <laughs> You're never going to win I would that conversation. I, think like, you know, I don't know. I think a broad, like a rage would be very good if I was going to, if I had to go and, and I was going to get hit by an arrow, I think I'd pick a rage. <laughs> Because I think it's pretty deadly. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I feel like rage. They just bleed out really quick. I think, you know, from what I've shot with them, it's just they're done within a couple minutes, if that. So. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I'd say. I actually well, agree with this uh, people eating tasty animals <laughs> group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, wow, there's a lot of interesting information worldwide about bony. So Zimbabwe, uh, oh boy. this is interesting. Zimbabwe has legally permitted hunting with compound bows since 1989 as an exception, and since 
1999 under formal legislation. Minimum arrow weights and bow draws are mandated. Bow hunting is only allowed on private or tribal lands, but not in national parks. Bow hunters must be accompanied by licensed guides or professional hunters. <laughs> what? <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Well, that's because half the animals that are out there could kill you. Yeah, probably. That probably makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Oh, listen to this one. Following international outrage over the illegal... It was legal. It was illegal, huh? Following... It says illegal. That's weird. That was legal, but following the international outrage over illegal hunt of Cecil... Oh, I get it. The lion. In 2015, the Parks and Wildlife Management Authority banned all bow hunting unless specifically authorized as well as other hunting restrictions. <laughs> why bow hunting? Like, why we got to call it bow hunting? That's so bad about that. Like, what? <laughs> These people are crazy, man. Like, what? What? Why does that matter? Like, what does bow hunting have to do with it? Sounds to me like dollar signs is what that sounds like. I don't know what it is. Some just leave us alone. Yep. <laughs> Mind your business. Uh, <laughs> yep. That was interesting. Uh, I don't come into your job you, and tell you how to mop a floor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no, boo. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is weird, man. In New Zealand, it says organized bow hunting began in New Zealand in 1945. The New Zealand government regulates bow hunting. An annual three day field shoot tournament is held every Queen's birthday weekend at various locations throughout New Zealand. Bow hunters must have permission to hunt on private land, and they cannot hunt in dock lands, which I don't know what that is, national parks, or any other reserves without a permit. Uh, and na all native species are protected. Only introduced, introduced species are legal quarries. So you can't... Huh. That's weird. Are you talking about like Queen the Rock Band or the Queen no. of... No. <laughs> Queen of New Zealand. Where are you getting all these facts? <laughs> it says uh, there's no special seasons for both. I'm going to snope some of this. There's no special seasons for bow hunters or for hunting with a firearm. There's a, an active bow hunter society. So basically, gun hunting, bow hunting is the same time frame in New Zealand. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. And then uh, it says U.S. and Canada. It says in the U.S. and Canada, as with other styles of hunting, bow hunting is regulated by individual providences and states. Regulations often address issues such such as which area to hunt and what time of year uh, and which sex and species of game may be taken. In many cases, a special archery season is set aside, baby. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> uh, I love it. I mean, our country is amazing that we have oh, hunting. Yeah. Come on, man. These countries are crazy. That would be rough. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, United Kingdom prohibits bow hunting. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
I think they took knives away from people too. Like they can't even cut their steaks. Took guns and knives and bows and arrows all away from the people. Dude, Europe's messed up, man. I don't know why. Why would that be such a big deal? I mean, is it is it because it's a defense weapon? No. Well, some. I think it, every time a country had a massacre, they just pulled the guns. Mm-hmm. And people started using knives, and they started regulating the knives to basically butter knives or something. Are they small yeah. enough? Are they small enough to do that? It's not in their. They don't oh, have yeah. like a. Yeah, like that. They that would Australia. never happen here. Yeah, but they only had. Was it? I mean, I don't know the exact number. So they don't have like a constitution, do they? In England, I don't. I don't know what the hell England does. So yeah, they lose Queen's to us in wars, but. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Australia didn't have that many people nor that many guns. That's why it was easy. You yeah, could no. never you could never take yeah. people's guns here. That's oh why my gosh. Like, oh, they're gonna come take our guns. I'm like, really? No, they're not ever. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, every sheriff I know goes, no, that is never gonna I don't care who tells me to do it. That's not something I will send my <laughs> officers in, is to take legal citizens' guns away from them. That will never happen. We're good to go. Where would you put them all? There's nowhere to put them. Maybe There's too many. Burn them. Yeah, they crush them and melt them and yeah. burn them. Turn them into paperweights. <laughs> they probably make them as something, like something weird. Like an anti-hunter thing. I don't think John would care. John would give up his weapons in a heartbeat. Never. That's what I heard. <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to pry him for my cold, dead fingers. Arr. It's so weird because John's on the Skype thing and I can't see him. Like I see black, and then like <laughs> yeah. sometimes I see a flash of light. He's trying to hide. He's in his truck, just sitting there. <laughs> I was literally, I was outside, and I was literally getting tore up by mosquitoes. I, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Truck. I had to move inside my truck. <laughs> My ankles got like seven bites on them, dude. They're like swollen. Oh hey, they God. got West Nile up in Oakland County up there, so you better watch <laughs> out. Yeah, I ain't too worried about it. <laughs> I'll get them. What was this topic about again? Oh, rigs. rigs yeah, yeah, rigs. The last one turned out good, too. The one's about broadheads. Last talk lasts about three minutes on broadheads. Yeah, probably about three minutes. <laughs> It's fun like that. <laughs> Got to keep it fresh. Yeah. I like the questions. I just wish I had more of them ready because it's hard to like read them real quick while you guys are waiting. It takes too long. But uh, I'm, just looking, I'm just looking at modern day bow hunting, things like that. Can you still see me or no? No, I lost you. I can see you. I don't see you. Oh, snap. See that? <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why it's tilted down like that so much. No boom. What? I've, See the setup I've, I've I got here? Some... See the setup? Sweet. My setup's I can move it around. Cooler than yours. See the table behind <laughs> me? That's the podcasting table. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about what's in your truck right now. It's a V six. No boom. Then. No boom. <laughs> What the know. heck, Nobu? You're like spongy. <laughs> what is that behind you? Like when, 
Are you in your garage, notebook? No, I'm in my anything dungeon. Anything out of that wall behind you, it's gonna cave in on you. Where's my camera going? <laughs> you like that? Gosh. It's all it's all bow hunter playing. It's crap. Pretty much. Yeah. What's that? What's that thing? What's that? Those boxes. Where? The white ones. Oh, baseball cards. Looks uh, like pizza boxes. You they're not pizza, pizza boxes. Box. I'm done with the fat jokes, John. <laughs> done. You got a bunch of pizza boxes and a roll of insulation back there. Uh, <laughs> all right, people on the people listening to this podcast, we're losing it. We got we got Skype open and we can see each other now, and uh, we're all at home doing this podcast from home, which is actually pretty clear. For I'm impressed with the Skype, uh, which helps because when you want to get you know people on, you can't be in the studio at the same time. It's easy to do this. We try to meet once a week to do the bigger um, big podcast with the the guests because it's funny to watch Tim laugh at people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We so we okay. talked about. We did talk about, John, you missed a good conversation on the Cougars, the Wolves, and the Bears. Talked about yeah. all that. We we didn't talk about CWD. Uh, anybody know where that's going? I think we've talked Chronic about Chronic weight disease. Yeah. What was that, uh, Didn't Jamie? we talk about that before? I thought we had a podcast. No, I'm just saying there's any updates on it. Anybody know any updates? I haven't heard it? anything around me. So. Just like I'm everything else, if it doesn't affect me, I don't really worry about it. Oh, that's not nice of you. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to find some good questions. To... I got a question for you, Dave. Oh yeah. What is the typical career path for someone in this role? <laughs> Who's asking this question? I don't know. <laughs> I just I just googled questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an interview. Yeah. Uh, anyway. You really want me to answer that? Or... No. Okay. okay. I was just checking. <laughs> Oh, well, we have to edit that. John, I have to edit this thing, so stop. <laughs> oh, yeah, here, hey, hey, here's that article. What? Which one? Um, the cougar. Found the cougar. Oh, one. yeah. Ports of cougars in lower Michigan. Nothing Wasn't it yet. like Lansing? Wasn't it in like Lansing area or something? <laughs> oh, we got some advertisements coming up here. Uh, lower Michigan first cougar photograph. Lakes. Uh, parking lot at Rose Lake State Wildlife Area in Clinton County's Bath Township. Bath Township. I don't know where that's at. By Lansing. There you yeah, go. I thought. Hmm. If it's in Lansing, no boom, that means it's very close to where we hunt. Yeah, it's a little bit close for comfort. Yeah, think about that. That's only like a hundred, not even a hundred miles. That's like yeah, it's 15, like an hour and a half away. It's like I... an hour. From the west side where we're at, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm, are you allowed to shoot this thing? Uh, if, it's, if I feel it's threatening me, I don't see any laws hey, on the it books. Or does anybody know? <laughs> I don't, don't even know. exist here. Completely, like they don't illegal. They... Completely illegal to shoot them unless they're attacking you. Yeah. Uh, we I know gotta... we need to get on the show, dude. We got to get some DNR people on this show. I it'll, be, it'll be on film, so I can, you know, I, mean, I don't know if it's coming Not up just my tree, us, I'm going to kill it. I think we should get a DNR guy in here so we can, we can hammer him. With questions like chronic waste disease, how much is our state paying to fix it? When he says they're only paying a million, I'm gonna say, Why are we only paying a million when we bring you in like hundreds of millions in hunting tags? Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, this is ridiculous. We pay for this we, for real, though. I mean, come on, but it, 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 it donate little amounts of money. Who, who are you to donate our money? 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, we'll spend whatever we need. It's ridiculous. You don't own that money. It's our deer. It's our herd. So I don't know. Uh, those are the things I'd like to talk about. We need the politics in here, too. Can we get our congresswoman in here? <laughs> Did you guys hear earlier in the year, like, this is kind of around that same subject, but uh, I think it was, like, in Ann Arbor where they were doing, like, a limited hunt because they were overpopulated or whatnot. But the then snipers? someone, yeah, someone wanted to do, I don't. maybe it was in Michigan, maybe it was somewhere else, but they were doing deer vasectomies. They were tranquilizing yeah, them. They were, spay, they were them. spaying the, the does. <laughs> yes. They literally they did that in Ann Arbor. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's unbelievable. Because that was a good use of money. Yeah. Great use of money. Cheaper than a bullet or arrow. Totally. Yeah. I just uh, I was watching a TED talk today. I watch a lot of TED talks for you because uh, I like to learn things. So I was watching this TED talk and this biologist was talking. He's from South Africa or Africa, I should say, and he was talking about. Um, back in like the seventies or something, he was talking about, um, I forgot the name of it, but basically the, the, how land gets ruined and what that means is like the land, you know, if you look at land and it's like green grass and then like a year later, it's like all like, we don't see it here in Michigan, but I guess it's all like brown and crusted and there's no, no vegetation on it. Um, so what their, their science told them back in the sixties or seventies, wherever this was, the time frame that mm-hmm. um, it was the animals that were ruining the the land. It's like the herds of animals would go by the, the the elephants and eat the grass, right? Poop and all this crap and and leave, and then the, the land wouldn't be able to rehabilitate. So they do this study. This is somewhere in. Uh, Oh man, somewhere in Africa on the east, I think it's the what the eastern eastern side, and uh, they do the study, and he's they they hire him to come and do the study. He comes and does a study, and his recommendation after the study is that they they call the herd and kill kill some kill elephants. So, the the the, the government is like I don't know about that, so they hire another biologist to come in and, and do the same thing, and they do it. And, uh, and a team comes in and they, they second the report that, you know, yeah, you need, we need to, you know, cut back on these animals. So they end up killing 40,000 elephants, 40,000 elephants. Okay. Yes. They killed them all 40,000. And you know what happened? It didn't fix the problem. It had nothing to do with, with animals and they know nothing. And that's my point. They know nothing about how our earth works. And basically... What happened, what they end up finding out is and he said, he's like, that's the biggest regret of my life was making that decision and it didn't work. He said, but what we did learn from it is that that doesn't work. <laughs> and that's that, yeah, great. 40,000 elephants later. And now you don't wonder why we have only 100,000 left or something. Come on. Jeez. So now everybody's blaming climate change when this dude killed 40,000 elephants. Now times them by two elephants per elephant, right? I mean, yeah, that's a huge amount of elephants he killed right there. Um, anyway, so basically the grass grows right and then what happens is if the grass if the grass isn't eaten by the elephants or other animals it can't regrow because what happens is it kills itself it smothers itself yeah as the old grass dies it can't the new grass can't come back up it's like if you think about it like when you cut your grass when that when it dies over the winter if you didn't cut it at all it'd have a hard time coming back up well there it's different you know it's hot there it's different mentality there yeah. so but basically what they found out is they had to bring in livestock to eat the grass and then it grew every year <laughs> so they killed the elephants when but the point was that the natural <laughs> process happened no matter what 
that process yeah. was going to happen with or without those elephants. And that's what they learned. They, he was, you know, showing examples of the Balins National Park, like how it's like that's what it looks like. There's no nothing alive. It's barren and no no vegetation. So, anyway, I thought that was interesting. We talk about calling deer a couple hundred deer. They're killing forty thousand elephants with misinformation. Gosh, yes, yeah, that's the thing, <sighs> dude. On that note, we'll see you guys later on the podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.